0: A flying clone flying a two-by-four to the face Then she hits you with a turnbuckle splash Wrestle Club Podcast With
1: Sikisa It's her and her friends And they talk about wrestling Every kind of wrestling and gentlemen and everyone between, welcome to today's episode of the Wrestle Club UK podcast. My name is Sakisa. Hi. And I am this week joined by my wonderful friend. I'm going to call you friend. Friend. Just because I'm being nice to you this week. Mr. Mark Cram.
0: Say my name correctly or don't say it at
1: all. You know what? This week I'm actually going to say your name, how you would like it to pronounce, because it is mark cram's birthday so i will introduce you as the wonderful fabulous mr main event mark cram thanks twix it's good to be here you're welcome babe did you have a good birthday
0: did i have a good a wonderful birthday i did entirely legal substances and <laughs> had a lovely night in
1: <laughs> we gotta emphasize he said legal, substance, legal substances. legal substances <laughs> <laughs> Paracetamol. Uh, Paracetamol. Ah, <laughs> Can't take too many of those, though. No, you can't take too many of those. Then it, then Stay it, safe, kids. Then, then that becomes dangerous. Mm. Uh, fair play. Um, I'm glad you had a good birthday. I was worried. Last time I saw you properly, you were very, very drunk. Um, and I was was like, I don't know if I'm going to get him back on the podcast again. And this, uh,
0: this is a wrestling podcast we're doing today. Is it not an intervention for me? <laughs> Down. Yeah, you're either drunk or on drugs. <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> Fine. Or watch wrestling.
1: Yeah, every time I see you, you're drunk,
0: <laughs> so drugs, go watch a wrestling. Get through the amount of wrestling we now have to watch.
1: Yeah, have- I have to be on something at all times. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> Well, we are going to talk about this week's um, wrestling events, the ups and the downs from our points of view. So let's kick it off with Poppin' Heat. I'm going to kick it off because I am the Queen. I'm not Charlotte. Obviously, I'm not Charlotte Flair. But I watched Ring of Honor, the final battle this week. What did you think? Um, It was that big pay-per-view. It was four hours. Too much, isn't it? Four hours is a long time. Okay, so up-wise, like, overall, it was a very good pay-per-view. There were some highlights in it. The first battle, which was um, the triple A Mega Championship with Vinkingo versus Black Taurus, was an epic opening match. Are I will uh, say that. Are you a Vinkingo girl? Vikingo? How you say that? No, I, I was... i tell you what, I had not really been so much involved with him. You're not so much into the flippy shit, though, are you? I like the flippy shit when it's like good flippy shit and this actually turned me... He's got some good flippy shit. He's got some good... uh, But I'll tell you what, some of the flippy shit kind of felt like oh, we need to pause for a minute for him to do the flippy shit. Well, that's just AAA, isn't it? Yeah.
0: Luchador matches are all about just sitting around, sitting up sitting up spots, basically. Isn't yeah.
1: It? It, did, it did kind of feel like Take that. Like that, Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> but Black Taurus was actually really impressive. It was the first time I properly had watched a full match with him. Big strong boy. Yeah, exactly. And he's quite... He can do flippy shit himself. Yeah. And he did this um, crucifix driver on... Um, Vinkingo and I was I was literally blown away. The Keith Lee match with um, Shane Taylor was epic. Uh, actually it started off a bit slow and then it properly got into it. it like it they built it up they were both like doing crazy moves on each other that like, you were like you should not be able to do that on such big lads um and there was this emotional roller coaster because of their history and that was actually really cool do you uh, think that's the best
0: keith lee match
1: no, the it's the, no it's not uh, that oh in a while Because
0: he's been a bit out of form in aew for
1: a while it was kind of like oh that's the man he was after or talking about and then he paired on aew to collision and was like that's not the man i was talking about and i was like oh, okay not as
0: much limitless keith Lee as limited keith Lee. yeah
1: exactly <laughs> so and it kind of implied that he was going back after swerve and i was like oh are we doing that again do we need to do that again? If you are going after Swerve again, I also
0: think the groundswell of support for Swerve to turn face is probably going to be a thing eventually as well.
1: He's got like Rhea Ripley energy yeah. with with the crowd like it. are we bloody ready for the they're ready to go for him. I mean, especially when there's a dance move involved, Come on that.
0: You're
1: just nannering it now. It's nannering it. Ah, I'm nannering it. Ah. Um, Also, there was the Survivor of the Fittest match for the vacant ROH TV Championship match, which was given up by, obviously, Samoa Joe. And it had some... I'm just going to talk about one person in particular at the moment. uh, Dalton Castle. My spirit animal. (laughs) Oh, my God. This entrance fucking love it <laughs>
0: you've seen much of Thornton before
1: I have like obviously when he's appeared on AEW I've watched obviously that but I've kind of just kind of fast forwarded it because I've kind of been like ah
0: it's such a cool gimmick night. Like I too am um, followed around by the boys at all times as well, <laughs> so that's great
1: Did your milkshake bring all the boys to the yard
0: uh, I, I've not a big milkshake guy. <laughs> What, Froyo? Can Froyo bring the boys to the <laughs> um, But yeah, like, I'm I'm a big fan of Dalton Castle. I think he's a great gimmick. I'm surprised they've not used him more on, let's call it, the AEW main roster, because I feel like he, he's a good fit. It's a sort of gimmick that would get over with that
1: crap. Yeah, it was, honestly, like, it went on for about three minutes, and I was like, I'm here for it. I think I watched it twice
0: in fact, <laughs> Also, if you're into Dalton Castles, check out the music of Foxy's Shazam, because that's largely where a lot of this gimmick comes from. Oh. There you
1: go. Oh, a little bit inside knowledge. A little bit
0: Casting inside. I my music knowledge in conjunction with my wrestling knowledge.
1: Oh, that's it goes hand in hand, doesn't it? Um but for those who don't know, this is a spoiler. Um Kyle Fletcher won the T V championship. Which is
0: I look, I think me and you both have followed Kyle Fletcher's journey as a yeah. wrestler when he was a skinny little lad turning up in Britain. Yeah, yeah. Until he became a big strong boy. He got himself over 205.
1: Medium strong boy, we're going to call. Medium strong boy. Medium strong boy. <laughs> I,
0: I remember watching him uh, get absolutely battered by Ringkampf in uh, in the Tufnell Park Dome when he was still a little lad. And now he's... I mean, the Aussie Open, both of them have just massively...
1: Oh, they've stepped up a Rock, level. Oh, yeah. Of years. Um, and
0: obviously with, uh, with whatever they get, they absolutely deserve. When you met him in real life, they're very nice blokes. Yeah. It? So nothing but um, nothing but best wishes for Kyle. Congratulations.
1: Yeah. yeah. So we'll see what happens with that. Um, considering that, and he's now in the family, where that's going to take him. The other match that I was obviously got very very messy was the fight. Without honor match, which was in honor of Jay Briscoe, hmm. um, which was Mark Briscoe and FTR versus the Black Bull Combat Club. Oh my! It went on for long, like it was a long ass match. You can appreciate why it was a long ass match, but when it turned into a, like a no disqualification match halfway through, oh my god! Did they go ott? It went crazy. It went. Someone has to bleed. Oh there, was, oh, there was a lot of bleeding. There was a lot of spots. I think the spot for me was Dax Powell driving Moxley off the ring apron onto a table which had thumbtacks on it.
0: Do you think that Moxley's far too successful to be doing the things he's doing?
1: Yes. I'm also a bit like, did Moxley, did you specifically were like, I want to be thrown, I want to be like, Pile drive through a table. I want to do that. I'm like, did you really ask for that?
0: <laughs> kept his cushy job at WWE. I do any of
1: that <laughs> stuff. But it just seems to be like every time there's a boxing match involved, that is not within this obviously um, continental championship. Like That's fucking being pile drive through thumbtacks. tax. caught being
0: Necro Butcher so the national stage, is basically what he's done.
1: Oh, it's. Yeah, but it was obviously a quite epic match. It was quite emotional at times, especially with the fact that how Mark got the pin on Danielson. So it was a really good match. And then obviously, the main event was Athena versus Billy Starks for the Women's ROH Championship. Um, headlined
0: Is that the first time that's been done
1: on ROH, paper? Yeah, the first time it's done. And that's why it was kind of felt like it was a big deal. I felt like the match itself was okay alphina uh, obviously had an injury she has she broke her nose oh she got broke her nose got broken a couple of days before um and but Billy's obviously nineteen years old yep. nineteen years old Teacher. i didn't I don't know if i feel how I feel about the ending there was this whole like reconciliation situation between them. I don't know where that's gonna go, but we were talking about this before with the fact that how a e w Obviously, an alliance with ROH and they've got so many championships now.
0: Oh, there's a belt for every wrestler, basically. Yeah, but if you haven't got a title. Something's wrong with you in that company.
1: But also, this pay per view in particular kind of felt like an AEW pay per view, which of ca- combat club involvement. I think just because of how it was, the types of matches there were, who was involved, even like Kingston was on. Eddie Kingston was on it.
0: Eddie's been mostly RH for a while
1: now. I know but like he's he's in, he's in this Continental Championship match and he's he's on RH, RH there were like several Keith Lee's on it I know there's like the history but like it just doesn't feel like it's its own separate company hmm. which is what I wish it would be
0: I think it's it's kind of that NXT vibe now for them, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's not quite a development system because they don't have that, but they've it's somewhere to put their
1: overspill. And
0: I think for pay per views, they're going to try out the bigger names to get self get hit by race. You're going to put the Brian Daniels and John Moxley's on there. Yeah, but yeah, I don't. I, th- I would like to see it have a little more more out of its own identity. Yeah, exactly. That's what. If you're not gonna be utilising people like Dalton Castle or Rafina on the AEW shows, then then make ROH its own yeah. standalone thing. I get. I don't mind bringing the Batball Combat Club for this particular thing oh, yeah. because it made sense and uh, you know it was a memorial thing. Yeah. But. Although I do quite morbidly enjoy the fact that they uh, did a. Match without honor to honor someone was a really strange wording. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this match has no honor in honor of what? <laughs> yeah,
1: it it was kind of weird, but obviously you understood why. i um, from watching. If you need a history, yeah. it just it, and then obviously on after collision, um, Tony Khan announced that how uh, there's going to be another <laughs> championship belt. The, there's going to be a women's TV championship belt. <laughs>
0: When you have a women's division that is so badly utilised in that company, to introduce another title to it, it just seems oh, yeah.
1: complete. Book some plot lines.
0: Don't just throw belts at stuff. Yeah, titles don't mean anything if there's no story behind them.
1: I think the fact that how Biddy Starks was against Athena, and this was the first time they did a women's pay per view match, headlining being the main event. Kind of, I don't know how to feel about it because you wouldn't want, for me, Beanie deserves it in some respects, but also it's not like it's a big name match. Do you
0: think they did them a bit of a disservice by putting them on after the BCC? Yeah. Uh, yeah, match.
1: Well, Eddie Kingston came on after that mm. and did like a very quick 10 minute match, which was kind of gr- good. Mm. to lead into the main event. But at the same time, I I think we were still recovering from the fact that that match was so long and obviously violent violent and there was a memorial situation with it. So... It's a lot of emotional burnout to put in. Yeah. But overall, I generally did quite enjoy um, the final battle pay-per-view.
0: Yeah, but we don't watch wrestling to feel things, guys. No emotions are needed.
1: Who needs emotional stuff?
0: We'd watch to forget. <laughs> the same reason we drink we
1: drink to forget cheers mm-hmm. <laughs> what has been your up this
0: week more importantly like what's up because once again my up this week is that our truth is being prominently <laughs> positioned and used on the <laughs> show, and that's always good for anyone look Wrestling across every company I've ever watched it in struggles to do comedy well. Yeah, he is legitimately <laughs> hilarious. Everything when he's made Lesnar break in the ring, he's made Paul Heyman break. You can see, you could like when he and you can see with the bloodline there, are tr- barely not bloodline the yeah, Judgment Day they're barely yeah. holding it together while he's in the ring with him. He's, he's just
1: fantastic, and, and he and he won. Like,
0: <laughs> he like win.
1: <laughs> I was I love the fact that our our truth has come back, and as obviously like. Got into this like Judgment Day. I also shout out Judgment Day T-shirt. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Judgment Day T-shirt. Um, I loved also. Can I just put side note? I love the fact that JD has not been put on any merch. <laughs> I, <can laughs> I mean, he stuck his name on a T-shirt. <laughs> They've put his name on a T-shirt on his own T-shirt in like tape. <laughs> well,
0: technically, he should have left the Judgment
1: Day as well. was supposed to leave Judgment Day. <laughs> um, but I do love the fact that how he's associated. He's been associated in the Judgment Day storyline. Um, he's so funny. I love him so much.
0: Massive up to always have R-Truth doing something on the shows.
1: Yeah, I'm very glad he's back. It felt something was missing. And when R-Truth came back, I realised what it was. Hmm. It went on, like, before he left, the stuff that was going on with him went on a bit too long. Oh, the, the 24-7. The 24-7 stuff was going on a bit too long. Obviously, didn't need to carry on. Yeah, yeah. But now, that, and obviously he had to go away for surgery and um, recover. But now that he's back... I'm like, yeah, you've you've been missed. I quite enjoy you.
0: Yeah, it's been better than the CM Punk return so far. Better than the Randy Orton return. (laughs) Speaking of returns, my other up. go. He's back. AJ Styles. Oh,
1: damn it. That's going to be your up, sorry, is it? No, I I thought you were going to say Roman Reigns. I was going to do my...
0: Oh, no, I'm not getting to Roman yet. We'll get Roman later on. That can be your up if you want. (laughs) It's Um, always my up. AJ Styles. Back, looking in tremendous shape. Looking in amazing shape. Him and Randy Orton must be workout buddies because they they look great. Even though our endeavor has changed something. But
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to feel now about AJ Styles. I don't know where to go. I don't know how to feel. In what sense? Because obviously, if you did, if you missed it, AJ Styles returned on SmackDown, giving the save to. Um, the invasion of the bloodline against Randy Orton and LA Knight but straight after he attacked LA Knight yeah but like if we're in kayfabe I don't know. It's a bit of a prick. Uh, I,
0: <laughs> I, 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 I can, You could just mean you're a bad guy. Just decide to slap LA Knight around. Uh, but I give. Clearly going with the Tweener thing. They're not really about what he's going to be doing yet. This will carry on into the Rumble. I think they're just AJ's that thing. He's so talented. He's so good. He could be utilising a heel. He could be utilising a face. They can. They, they, I think they're just leaving as many options open for him as they can.
1: So the question is, is whether he is going after LA Knight or if, if he's going after the Bloodline. Is it going to be like a? Freeway, like to see who's gonna face off against Roman Reigns. I think all a or, little
0: bit of rumble tension. Was it rumble tension? Yeah, so it gives you a little side plot for the rumble going. You know,
1: because they're all after Roman. That was the whole intention. It's because mm. LA Knight's been screwed over by the Bloodline. So has Randy's been taken out by the Bloodline. So has AJ Styles been taken out by the Bloodline. All after Roman Reigns. AJ Styles comes back after Roman Reigns. However, is he taking? Is, has he got like a chip on his shoulder because LA Knight's taking his shine?
0: Do you think LA Knight's taking AJ Styles' shine? Well, they have both got initials as a name. I'm just pointing out there. That's cool. Yeah, isn't it? Like they get on that sense. Uh, they're about the same age. <laughs> <laughs> We've got to go through history. LA Knight is not a young man, despite <laughs> what they are.
1: <were, laughs> have you have been, they both got the same amount of kids? new
0: star in his mid-40s. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, but AJ is, I think in terms of a character, yeah, maybe it is now going to run with the people who forgot about me now they're doing the, going for this guy. Yeah, But again, it's AJ Styles. You can plug him in anywhere you want to. You can switch him face to heel every week, which has probably become a bit of a detriment to him in a way. Yeah, But he's just a safe pair of hands that can stick everywhere now.
1: Yeah, it's going to be interesting coming into... I feel like this is may probably lead into Elimination Chamber mm. if someone from SmackDown doesn't win.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, what's your likely winners for the Rumble is Punk or Cody?
1: Well, Cody. It's leading to be Cody, isn't it? And Which And they're both on Raw. Yeah, but if we're going Cody, then Cody's going after Reigns. Possibly. I mean, I don't know. I think I I I don't I don't
0: want to call predictions on this too early.
1: Yeah, we can talk about predictions when we talk about Rumble right. in uh, January. But my f- first down relates to like one of the Smackdown people, but also relates to other things that that's going on within wrestling if you want to put it that way. We've had a quite few injuries, quite sad. Kenny Omega he's out indefinitely um charlotte flair's out for nine months which leads into obviously wrestlemania
0: not a wrestlemania season without charlotte flair being shorn, shoehorned to into a match that no one wants her in whatever will we do <laughs> um no it's just sad when anyone gets hurt for a long time you don't No, know.
1: exactly it's gutting that's quite but i can you're just like i'm glad charlotte's not in a wrestlemania
0: Oh, just so like because so you do, like she's done nothing all year, and you knew she was going to get thrown still into her main event for absolutely no reason. I uh, don't think she was. Charlotte Flair, of
1: course she was. I, I was. I don't think she was. Make it another triple threat. I don't think it was. We'll see what happens, but well, we won't. We won't know. We won't know. She's in, injured. Uh, yeah, she's injured. What's from,
0: what's it, Kenny's issue? Is it his head again?
1: No, it's. I can't pronounce this word, but it's diva.
0: Oh, diverticulitis. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a
1: killer. Yeah, exactly. Apparently, that's
0: what basically ended Brock
1: Lesnar's UFC career. I believe so. Yeah, Baron
0: Fletcher as well, football player of Man United hurt quite severely. It can be a real yeah. It can be yeah.
1: yeah, So apparently, after the promo on Dynamite last week, um, he went to go and get checked out and more or less saved his life. Apparently, which is great because we obviously don't want anything bad to happen.
0: Yeah, and you know while he's off, maybe he can learn to cut a promo. That would be good, wouldn't it? What? (laughs) Oh!
1: <laughs> wow! Did you see that thing with
0: him and Jericho he stumbled over. Everybody. Oh, that
1: was it. Was bad. I'm not gonna lie. Winnipeg
0: Jets. What are you doing?
1: Yeah, th- that was that wasn't good. That was not good at all. Mm. Um, other thing we obviously will talk about very briefly uh, is that Bailey seems to have regained control of damage control. I don't think it's gonna last. <laughs>
0: oh yeah i think the ultimate has to end
1: in bailey turning
0: yeah same face. I, love, I want to see the i want to see the return of the wacky waving inflatable arm flailing tube men
1: no don't i don't think they're ever going to come back. I, all back I want the
0: side scrunchie oh I, want it all, I want i want peak bailey i want that little girl in the audience who thinks she's bailey and sasha makes her cry i want all that to come back how old is that kid now she must be like way too old to be a fan of bailey now
1: fully <laughs> no. <laughs> um i don't think that's ever going to happen especially in the foreseeable future i would say you think but face bailey's face bailey's gonna happen the kind of face bailey we're gonna get i don't know if it's gonna stick or land mm. we'll see um what happens but also our tribal chief came back very happy we love my tribal chief um, Obviously,
0: he, like, the thing is he's a presence Like when he's on TV, like it matters when Roman Reigns is there. Same same as like Brock Lesnar had that for a while because they don't turn up every week. So when they do turn up, it's like a thing. Should he be defending the belt more? Ideally, yes. Yeah, but he's held the belt for like a million years now.
1: I know it's it's fine. Like it was a great die with that belt. He should. It was a great segment though, just because of Jimmy's whole reaction behind him. If you ain't seen it, please do go watch the clip because he's been well, they're saying that how
0: Solo's the Prince.
1: solo is the Prince, that how he basically was like indicating that how he's very happy how someone's performance has gone. And, I, and Jimmy was like in the back <laughs> acting like it was going to be him. And I was like, You've lost every single match in the last like five months or something. You think it's going to be you? <laughs> My man took off his jacket and Everything and then he announced it was gonna be solo, and his face just went, I was dying.
0: This main event, Jey Uso, but it is Jobber (laughs) Jiri (laughs) Uso.
1: So hilarious! So, so hilarious. And then obviously, Randy came out, daddy's back. Um, daddy's back, daddy's back, daddy's back. I don't know how I feel about Randy being like daddy's back.
0: Well, he's getting up there in years now, isn't
1: he? Can you pull off a daddy's back?
0: Can I pull off a daddy's back?
1: Go on. Daddy's back. Oh, okay, maybe you can. Okay, Daddy's home's better though. Daddy's home. Daddy's home. <laughs> oh, we should. No, Mark should not be saying stuff like that on we the podcast. to say it. <laughs> it seems quite, it's, it's too much. It's too much for me. It's yeah. too much for me. The fans of ASMR have just doubled our podcast list. <laughs> <It is. laughs> Would you be like, daddy's home? No, too much. Too, too much. Um, I'm not going to talk about Shinsuke and Cody because I don't care. Um <laughs> 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 what's what's your issue going, Shinsuke and Cody? I don't know wh- where it's going. I don't know why it needs to be done. Just, we like, know that Cody's gonna win and I just don't I'm just kinda over it.
0: Well Cody just needs to kill some time yeah. before mania. I'm over it. He's beat everyone now. He's beat Brock, he's beat you know Seth not beat Seth, but well, he did beat Seth, but not recently.
1: Yeah. I'm over it. I'm done. I'm over it. I'm over it. I'm done over it
0: over cody Rhodes.
1: yeah we talked about, we've talked about this briefly i he does give off like homelander vibes and i'm just not i'm not with it i appreciate you are the top baby face i appreciate you are the saving grace of wrestling however mm. it's the same thing
0: i also just don't touch any multi, i don't trust any multimillionaire who would get a tattoo that bad <laughs> I you keep have access to any tattoo as you want, and you've done that to yourself.
1: I did look. I keep looking at it and I go, "It's just a bad angle." It's gonna get
0: uglier and uglier as well because that colour's gonna fade and blur. Yeah, get it covered up, Cody. Removed. What?
1: Removed a big old neck tattoo. Removed. Yeah. Oh God, I don't think that's gonna happen. Speak to any rapper that's got a neck tattoo. That's that's a hard thing to remove. Is that a specific thing rappers do? Neck tattoos? Is it? You name me rappers in America who don't have neck tattoos. I can't name you rappers in America. (laughs) Yes, you can. Don't lie to yourself. Apart from like the old school ones. Jay-Z does not have one. Dr. Dre doesn't have one. I think he might do, you know. I don't think Eminem has one. Ludacris. Ludacris does have one. Uh, Run... DMC? I said none of the old school ones, okay? None of the old John school. John Cena doesn't have neck tattoos? John are we saying John Cena's a rapper? Well, John Cena released a rap
0: album. How many rap albums have you released? None. And because I'm not a rapper. I'm not I'm not claiming to be a rapper. Obviously, though, we can't see John Cena's tattoos for obvious reasons.
1: Yay! Made of it, Mark Cram. <laughs> it's
0: the easiest wrestling joke to make, and I will make it every time I'm on this.
1: Podcast. Oh Lord. Bless you. We need a so solid crew gimmick in wrestling. Well, we had it, D'Reese, didn't we? We, we, Yeah, Doris. But no, we had it. We're not like a. We didn't have a British version, but we did have an American version. And that's gone kind of to pot. Who was that? Oddly claimed? No. Who are we talking about? We're talking about the original group that Swerve had. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah. With Top Dollar.
0: Oh, they were fucking awful, though. Yeah. Top. You remember when Top Dollar tried to dive out the ring that time?
1: Apparently it saved his life. I looked up, I read it this, this week. Well, that's the ups and downs for the week. We're going to do the rundown now. So this segment, the rundown, is where we act like we are producers and we will talk about some factions, some storylines that are going on in wrestling um, currently, maybe previously, and how we would book it. So let's do the rundown. We're going to kick it off with someone that's been frustrating me a lot, um, this year is Carrion Cross.
0: Carrion Cross.
1: So, if you don't know, Carrion Cross debuted in WWE in February 2020 when he was signed to NXT, um, and he officially debuted on TV on the 6th of May 2020. Uh, he won the NXT Championship, got injured, came back, um, and then got promoted to. I think it was Raw. He got promoted to first. I think it was even, I can't remember which show it was. I do remember
0: he turned up on the first night suddenly without Scarlett, which was... Yeah, Marvel, yeah. ...wearing some weird gimp mask.
1: And a gladiator
0: a skirt. gladiator skirt. And then lost clean to Jeff Hardy. Yeah. Who was, had been doing nothing on TV for ages. And that was that sort of set the tone for Carrion's main roster run, really.
1: Yeah. Because... Um, I remember, because obviously, he, unfortunately, he got fired from WWE. Mm. During that period when he was doing interviews, he had said that how that match in particular, the referee had said to him, this match is going to run two minutes or something. And he basically laughed and was like, this is how I know. This run is not going to go well. So then he got fired and then he returned back to WWE with Scarlett. Looking a much better as well. Better. Looking better. Looking how he used to look, the correct presentation with the black and white entrance and all that <laughs> exactly. However, p- has done nothing.
0: Got <laughs> put in high profile feuds against big stars, lost them and then sort of never really gained any momentum. Was he injured or was he, did they just take him off TV? They just took him off TV. And, and this week they have remembered that he's existed and ran a vignette for him.
1: Well, no, so what, I don't know if you watched a lot week before, he was, ent- so this is the thing. He, he was off TV, I've been watching social media, he's been like hyping himself up, I'm coming back. There's clips of him like watching Roman Reigns entrance Backstage, so he's like behind the curtain, just watching it. So I was like, okay, what they're gonna try and like put him, kind of back into a program with Roman Reigns, because I kind of sort of did that, and then AJ Styles kind of got involved. So there was that was weird, but anyway, and then it got announced he was going to be in this Intercontinental um, Championship Mm. number one contender tournament, and then lost the first round. (laughs) <laughs> he lost the first round. I'm not like a
0: huge fan of carrying Cross. Like, just either push him or don't. Exactly. Like, stop building him back up again to immediately shit up every single time. At this point, you must think it's a practical joke. Yeah. Oh, we're going to run these vignettes, we're going to bring him back, and then you're going to lose immediately again. Tell anyone of a note? Nah, not really.
1: <laughs> and that's what. That's, I was so like we build him up he's done these promos you're gonna put him in Intercontinental Championship number one contender tournament fair play at least let him win one round I think he lost it Santos
0: at a minute, he's just a like a good-looking guy with a good-looking girl. But essentially, he, he's got the win-lost record of the Brooklyn brawler. Yeah. It's just, he's just... I don't, I don't know what they want to do with him. Like, either use him or don't. Like, well, let, got... release him if you've got no plans for him.
1: Well, you mentioned that they, they've released these vignettes yeah. with him talking about story. <laughs> and I was like, why has everyone got a story suddenly in WWE? Why? <laughs> but then... The, so the rumor was... and I've heard this for a few weeks now, is that the authors of pain are going to be joining him.
0: Speaking of stories, the authors of pain... Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, someone should tell Karrion Cross he ain't got a story. He's a footnote at best. of wrestling right now.
1: Whoa! <laughs> Officer
0: of pain. I'm all up for the authors of pain. I love. I, I love a big man tag team. Yeah. yeah. They move well. Yeah. They're not gonna be putting on five star matches, but certainly it's like henchmen. Yeah. They, they they look impressive. You think, oh yeah, they could beat the two of them are gonna beat anybody up.
1: But would you put them with Karrion Cross? I would happily put
0: them with Karrion Cross. I'd have like Scarlet be basically leading all of them. Yeah. Um, in that sort of. You know, role.
1: So my question is, is how does Karrion Cross come back and make an impact? Uh, sh- short
0: answer is he doesn't. Uh, <laughs> longer answer is it, they just need to give him. He has to, it's very, very simple. Wins and losses matter have him win some matches. Yeah, just have him have him win have give him a strong so- Showing in the Royal Rumble you don't even necessarily need to immediately follow up But you make him you re-establish him as a presence if you can get the spot going in a match Where him and the office of the pain at all in the ring at the same time and they're basically just chucking people out Until some superhero like Cody comes along and says it But at least you've given him like, a big feature spot in the Rumble He is at point so it has to be a focal point of that match or a point of that match otherwise, you're just throwing him out there again for no reason.
1: So you wouldn't reintroduce him in terms of like interfering in someone's matches and establishing a storyline that way?
0: No. I'd, I'd have him just like, I, I would have him basically win some squash matches. Okay. Glorified squash matches. You can put up against names, but that's sort of like not to throw him the he's on
1: SmackDown, but it's to spend, to spend So this is this is my other Dragon problem. Lee. Kevin beat up Dragon League. <laughs> well this is my other problem. I don't know who he his first like Cause you, he's meant to be billed as a killer. Yeah. Like, who is he gonna? Like, I don't know who he would be trying to kill at the moment, unless he's going after like LA Knight.
0: Well, you know who's gonna try and kill twenty nine other men in the Royal Rumble match, <laughs> available on whatever you watch it on now.
1: The WWE Network. Mm. But
0: <laughs> I think I think he's, I think they're just kind of presenting him a little bit just to put another name into the Rumble that you think, oh, they could do something.
1: I don't think they are. I, if it was me and obviously we're acting like we are producers if it was me I would have him interfere in someone's match um, or I would have Scarlet come out during someone's match put down that egg timer falafel thing that she's got and then an hourglass oh, thank you very much <laughs> it's been a long day and then blackout offers of pain
0: Mm, I do want to see the offers of payback. Yeah. It appealed to me.
1: And then in the midst of it, of the beatdown, Karrion Kroc comes out and it's him that's established to be the mastermind behind. But I still don't know who who that would be against.
0: I doesn't have to be I think immediately be against anyone. They just they just run roughshod for a while. And then you think about what to do with LAO.
1: Just run... For example, it could be LWO. Just run through them. Beat everyone up. Run them. Throw some cruiserweights around. Yeah. Okay. Beat up, beat up. Beat up. Beat up Nick Aldis. Oh, God. But whether it lasts or not is another question. Because the momentum he had in 20, 2023 was nothing. Yeah. Um And... Where it's going to go next is another question.
0: Let me ask you this. Do you think the product is any better off from having him in it?
1: Oh, no, I tell you what,
0: not in not on the main roster. I would agree. I, I I don't think he's a good fit. I don't think he does anything particularly different or interesting to anybody else that is going to put set him apart. He's just a generic
1: guy. I feel like in NXT, especially with the presentation and Scarlett and how he wrestled, I feel like in NXT it worked. When you tried to move that product onto the main roster, it didn't work and they didn't evolve it. And especially when he came back after like being rehired, it was the same thing. Mm, no gimp mask though, they got rid of the gimp no, yeah, mask. Yeah, but you know what I mean? Like it didn't, there was, it just was the same thing that you did in 2020. And I was like, you just come back like you've not changed, like at least when Drew came back after being fired, oh, uh, yeah, he completely changed, doubled in size, basically, yeah, more or less. I but like, but you know what I mean? like it just wasn't it just felt like the same thing. I was like, it feels like you want to get fired again. Which is a shame, because I actually quite enjoy the character. I enjoy the product. I enjoy his relationship with Scarlett. I enjoy all that mystical, like, it feels like a bit House of Black kind of vibes. Mm. And I don't want them to go down that route, because it's already been done.
0: Also, I'd rather just have to Black back in WWE, rather than carrying (laughs) crossed. if we're going to go down that route.
1: Yeah, that's true. Well, we'll see what happens. Next one, um, in terms of bookings... If we were producers, let's talk about the AEW women's division.
0: I mean, it's, it'd be cruel to say what women's division. They just don't f- heavily feature or prominently do anything with it ever. They, they had that WWE X people versus originals thing for a little while. Oh, the Outcasts. Yeah. yeah. And, that. and again, it sort of just lost momentum and didn't really go anywhere. Britt Baker's gone from being, at one stage, being called like the fifth pillar of AEW to doing what when was the last time you saw or cared about anything they because it's not and it's not insulting brit baker brit baker is fantastic but they don't do anything they've not capitalized on any momentum of anything in that division for a long time i can't tell you the last decent angle they did with the women's division they don't care they're an afterthought they put them on the show because they feel like they have to
1: i think currently at the moment the the thing that's being been highlighted is tony storm yeah, and Tony Storm has been
0: exceptional. I'm yeah. very much enjoying the Tony Storm character. It's, yeah. I've not seen anything like it before. It's interesting. Yeah. Throwing shoes at people. I'm, I'm all for that.
1: Which is interesting because when she initially did start doing this character, everyone was a bit like, where is this going? Like, you just left the outcast, which, to be honest, was like a really good heel collective. Three women who have got a slight chip on their shoulder, spray paint, yeah. It was a good gimmick, green and black. Who doesn't love that? You know what I like about the Tony Storm gimmick though.
0: It's a gimmick. It, yeah, it's a, like so often, female wrestlers in major companies just presented as I'm a really good female wrestler. Like yeah. it seems like they're not allowed to have gimmicks. That's why that's why Nikki Cross has been like hung in there and been so like, reasonably successful because she does gimmicks. Yeah, like and and, and Tony Storm is doing a gimmick. I can't, I can't think of any other gimmicks in the AEW women's division.
1: Well, there was Statlander. Is but a gimmick. It, but now they're no longer doing it. All oh, right. Yeah. So it's kind of no. She's no longer doing the gimmick. Um. Obviously has a black Julia, Julia Hart. It's not yeah. really a gimmick though, is it? It's more like a. She's just part of a wider thing. Yeah. But again, the, and the
0: focus isn't on her. The focus is on
1: the collective. The collective. Yeah.
0: So it just seems a bit. I mean, I don't. They need to. They They just need to prominently book. Feuds and matches that don't necessarily have to be about titles. I know they're bringing in another title. At least, hopefully, that'll put some momentum into it because you're going to at least have... I shouldn't have doing a tournament to decide this. Is that how it's working? I have no idea. So you should it's going to lead to at least some a higher quantity of women's matches yeah. on TV in the short term, Yeah, which is that, which can only be good and can only move things forward. And so I think, yeah, you capitalize on that. You make that TV style mean something. You have an actual feud for it with two people who don't like each other, not just because they both want the belt. There has to be some sort of actual beef between these... Two people, yeah, and the same way they had to do for the main event. So you at least have two concurrently running important women's views on the show at all times, yeah. If that—that's a start because they're just not doing that right now. WWE—it's uh, the only area where WWE absolutely, well, there's loads of areas where WWE actually pays them, but there's that, WWE in terms the women's division so far ahead of AEW. It is
1: it's not because the talent's not in AEW because there is a great there, talent is. there. there is so much talent. We've had, obviously, we've lost Jade to WWE. Yeah. And I think the fact that they lost Jade says a lot about how the women's division is being treated. I do like the fact that some women are being highlighted, for example, like Athena mm. went to ROH and then established. That character more there. Well, that's the thing. She
0: seems to have had to step away from the spotlight a little bit, yeah, to move forward. Because they, because Tony Khan, for whatever reason, doesn't seem to see any value in women's wrestling. No, he doesn't prioritize it. He doesn't like. So, but we all know he's booking for He's someone that liked Ring of Honor in the early two thousands and has basically tried to recreate that every week for the rest of his career. And there wasn't really women's wrestling in it then, so he doesn't. It's not what he wants. It's a place shame.
1: Fuck you, Tony Khan. Oh, shit. No, don't fuck. No, I still want to come to I'm All In Place. <laughs> um, I'm still going for those tickets. Let's see what happens. You'll get them. <laughs> Will I get them? That's the question, is Will we get those AEW All In tickets? I'm not paying the prices they're charging for them, so. <laughs> but I just feel... It's a shame because there's so much talent. Like, I just watched, like, a street fight on Collision... Um, and it was an awesome match, but it kind of came out of nowhere. Like there was no, it wasn't like an official grudge match. It did, It's. It kind of was like I think it was like brewing between the parties for like a week.
0: So talk, talk us through it. What was in this? What's going on?
1: It was a Texas Street Fight match with Chris Statlander and Willow Nightingale versus Mercedes Martinez and Damante. It was hey. Damante. <laughs> great name. Damonte. <laughs> uh, it was a great match. And it, it kind of felt like there was beef for the last couple of weeks individually. Like Damonte came out of nowhere. It just kind of felt like Mercedes had needed to have like a tag team partner. Mm. And Damonte was the person that she picked. Um, it's
0: one of the best orange juices as well.
1: What? <laughs> Damonte! <laughs>
0: If that's not her gimmick, I want it to be. <laughs> the, the best if orange... Want her to be the orange juice lady. <laughs> the
1: orange juice lady. The Monday.
0: <laughs> I don't think anyone's ever done an orange juice-based gimmick. Oh, no, of course, orange castle. <coughs> You're yeah. an idiot. Yeah, orange casserole. Yeah. yeah. Um, that would be a different juice.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, it was a really good match, especially because it was a Texas street fight. Um, and then there were some really good spots. Statlander got the pin. But... I don't, like, after this, I don't think I'm going to see them on TV for, like, another two weeks. Because also the other problem is is that AEW only has one women's match Mm. per show. One women's match per show. That's all they can
0: fit in there, 19 hours of TV every week, obviously.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Which I think is quite disappointing. Here's a question for
0: you. Could they make... One of the shows, so Collision or Rampage, into a women's show, and would that be beneficial or not to do that?
1: W- would you turn Rampage into so it's an hour show?
0: I one page. I'd have a one-hour women's show a week.
1: W- would would a you still feature a women's match on Ramp on Dynamite and Collision? Yes,
0: but only relating to the bigger angles that you're trying to draw people to look, watch on the other show.
1: I would take that. Mm. I think that's a that would be a good idea, considering like how big their roster is especially with women um i appreciate we can't fit everyone on every show well it's a
0: statement piece as well you've not there's never really been a national company that have run a women's only show but i'd like it's just a serious presented wrestling show that's entirely female
1: yeah because obviously there was evolution in WWE and that was just one pay-per-view. I'd go as far as the commentators are all women or
0: all, <laughs> all the referees are women. I would get really hung in there. And it's a, state, it a statement piece. It would be like
1: something that would catch attention. You know what? It would actually. That's a... You know what, Mark? High five. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well done, Mark, for being a feminist. Yes.
0: Um. And also all the pervy men will watch it as well, won't they? <laughs> <laughs> They'll love that hour. You at home. We can see you. <laughs> Dick in one hand, a <laughs> <laughs> copy of Raw magazine.
1: <laughs> you were you were doing so well until that. <laughs> no, I generally do think that's a that's, that would be a good idea considering. How much... Because obviously it leads into ROH as well. They can still have people from ROH on the Rampage, mm. which they do already. But it have it focused just on women would highlight some more matches, some more feuds, and then bring that into the main Dynamite and Collision.
0: But also, it's, it stops stretching the main men's roster across too many shows as well. Ooh. You're solving two problems at the same time.
1: Because also, it's just a bit like... I don't need to see... I think that was one week where I saw Moxie on every single episode. Mm. And I was like, give the man a day off. Yeah. Wasn't he he's meant to
0: be taking a break for a long time. <coughs> anyway, that, that's what I would do <coughs> with the AEW Women's Division.
1: Well done. I appreciate your input into that. Um, and I'm really gutted it was an idea that I did not think about. Let's do one more. I'm going to let you pick. Which one do you want to do? Judgment Day or War Osprey?
0: I'm not into the fantasy booking of Will Ospreay yet because he's just going to turn a couple and do some flippy shit. So let's do
1: just some flippy shit.
0: Oh, he's great. Obviously, he's great. But like I say, I'm so uninvested in new guys coming into AEW because they're so quickly just going to become just another guy. Like they don't know how to book people. new people. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So like, good luck to Will. Amazing what he does. I worry that he's just gonna be in the he's gonna be he's gonna be in the middle of the card wrestling great matches, and it would be another s- guy doing that.
1: I kind of see him on the same like with like Orange Cassidy kind of level.
0: Do you, do you think Will Ospreay sees himself on Orange Cassidy?
1: No. But I feel like that's where they're gonna put him. Oh yeah, and
0: I think that's he's gonna be very disappointed with how yeah. this That's that's a guy in his mind. He's a main eventer. Yeah, because yeah. in New Japan, he's a main eventer. Yeah, but in AEW, in front of America, can he cut a promo? Sort of, but not in a, in a way that's gonna work on AEW TV.
1: But that's a, that's a learning curve for him. He, I think he might just need a mouthpiece. Who would you put him with?
0: It's Don't such say a sh- Nana. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You know what? I could see him. I could see him. I wouldn't want to put him into the Don Callis family. I don't. I don't.
0: If Kenny's going to be off TV for a bit, maybe but, Will's just sort of a natural replacement. Replacement. For whatever Kenny was supposed to be doing, you just give it to Will.
1: I just don't. Yeah, I think he would need a mouthpiece, but I would. I don't want to. I don't want to. Don Callis for me is just not really doing it. It's not really. It's not giving me the well. First few don't give him Jericho. I think
0: give him a couple of matches on show, show that what he can do. Well, they've already the AEW already seen it, but like, remind him that this is what he has ability-wise. Yeah, and then him with Jericho and show that he can actually work an angle, that he's not just a match guy. That he can
1: do a whole show to yeah. Him.
0: And Jericho is the perfect foil to do that, and he can beat Chris Jericho, and it still sort of means something to beat Chris Jericho.
1: Yeah, actually, I can see that. Yeah. I still do think he needs a mouthpiece who that mouthpiece is it is probably coming up Chris Jericho <laughs> just do it all just do Chris Jericho does it all mm. um, well then we'll talk about Judgment Day uh, really quickly um, I obviously love the fact that how they've evolved from what it was originally when Edge when well, it was
0: all super serious
1: yeah it was all super serious it was a bit weird I feel like he, they were trying to redo the brood yeah, And I was just like, this is not working. Edge did have a kick ass throne for a couple of weeks. He did. He did. Like, the throne was a kick ass a throne gun. Rhea should have a throne. Uh, but uh, there is no leader in the Judgment Day. Rhea is the leader of the time. <laughs> no, our truth
0: is the leader of the Judgment Day.
1: <laughs> but um, I generally have enjoyed the evolution of the group with. Rhea joining with um, Edge, Rhea, Damien Priest, I really enjoyed that. Um, and then obviously they turned on Edge um, when Finn Balor joined. And then obviously there was a feud with Rey Mysterio and then Edge back, cause obviously Edge was kind of part-time, so it was in and out. But then during that time period, we really established this connection between all three of them um, at the time. And then, Dominic Mysterio turned
0: Dirty Dom Turned Biggest heat magnet In the business You know what Was the best thing For his career Ah uh, mate I mean I'll touch on this At some point In another podcast But he is so He's just come so far In a really, He's gone from being Boring bland I'm Ray Mysterio's son That's my only personality Yeah To being Just this a magnificent little asshole. <laughs> Who you just can't help but hate. He's got the most punchable
1: face. I really want to like get some clippers and shave off that mullet. Oh, mullet. That mullet. That <laughs> mullet.
0: Every... It's like he's perfectly worked out how to annoy people just by standing. <laughs> <laughs> the way he looks, the way he moves, the way he speaks, everything about him is just so.
1: Punchable. I do. I do love the fact that how as soon as he picks up a bite,
0: everyone's fucking booing. Oh, it reminds me of uh, Zach Gibson back in the UK when he, he could never, used, never used to get a word out on the indies. It's like, yeah. Uh, shout out to Scott Gibson. Uh, if you've not watched that Gibson work, you really, wish, really should. He's very, very good. Very. He's even WWE uh, in a weird gimmick. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, let's talk about it. Uh, yeah, so Dom's just been great, and he's 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 elevated that group to another level.
1: Yeah, I do think the fact that how the group wasn't initially taken seriously, and now as they keep saying, we been running Monday Night, Night Raw. They've just had the recent addition of JD he McDonough. Just, he just lost. He's out. <laughs> out of the group. Our truth in. Our truth in. JD JD out. out. (laughs) JD stands for Judgment Day. (laughs) But um, I, it's an interesting dynamic that's been brewing at the couple recently because obviously Damien Priest took the fall Mm. at Survivor Series War Games, which was a shock because I thought it was going to be JD. Especially after getting RKOs exactly off the top row not from out of nowhere we all saw it coming (laughs) (laughs) and then this tension between Damien and Rhea yep the fact that Damien obviously has the briefcase well if you believe Ed Gamble it's nothing in there. there's nothing in that briefcase Um, by the way I love how angry some of you got about that I'm like you really need to side note (laughs) we all love wrestling this is why we do the wrestling podcast You're, you're entitled to your opinion as we are entitled to our opinion. Not Ed Gamble though. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> but why are you also he- like mean? Some of you are mean. Like, just be happy. We're just having a little chat about wrestling, for God's sake. Gosh. Um, anyway, back into our little Judgment Day conversation. I think the dynamic at the moment coming into the new year, obviously, he's got to use that briefcase after WrestleMania. I Wait, think when's, yeah.
0: the, when's the year kick off on this one when's, when was June. It last year? It's June June June. Well, in the UK of course it was yes. yeah yeah
1: um, so June so obviously right so this is dynamic we've got we've got Rhea Women's Champion the briefcase and she's not losing that belt she's not losing that belt until at least until Wrestlemania
0: I think she keeps it well beyond that
1: we obviously may assume it may be Bianca mm. if it's not she's keeping that belt because i can't unless it's becky i can't see anyone else taking that from her at the moment we've got the briefcase which he needs to use by june which i'm assuming he if it's if seth still has the belt i could see him cashing in at wrestlemania to pull a Seth Rollins on Seth Rollins
0: yeah I can see him pulling a Seth Rollins on the Seth Rollins that would be some nice that would be some well thought out long term storytelling uh, which means it definitely won't happen (laughs) 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 they
1: only like to do it once every 10 years (laughs) they did the bloodline thing we've done with that now yeah (laughs) and then obviously we've got the tag team championships
0: I almost forgot they had the tag team championships.
1: They just defended them on Raw. But it's just they, they
0: just don't emphasize it. But, yeah, but but I do like that they've got so many belts. It's like that kind of evolution vibe. Yeah. Back in the day, obviously not the same caliber of group by any <laughs> stretch of the imagination. No. But they the fact that they're in control they are being presented as looking strong. For, for if, you, if you go back six seven months, that faction was basically dead in the water. No one cared about it no. at all. And now it is rightfully the focal point of a show. Balor has continued to be excellent in his role in it. Uh, the way he's sort of taken a backseat for a while yeah but you get the feeling under the surface he's gonna he's gonna be ultimately manipulating all of this somehow he is got he is that briefcase something will happen yeah with that briefcase. that will not be cashed in clean Balor will Ballor or jd will somehow
1: ma- because i do feel like in the back of my head i'm like finn's not forgotten what damien did oh yeah because for me finn should have been champion. Quay, wherever that was, if it was was money in the bank or if it was something else, like I think it might have been the month after, just before. Yeah. Like my man should have won that. From then, I would have enjoyed that title run, and then Seth could have taken it back whenever. But with this dynamic, them being champions, Damian's got the briefcase. Who's turning on who? Figures.
0: To turn someone, someone has to turn face do you want to see Damien's face this is the thing Dom's not going to be face no Rhea well Rhea could be but
1: is something that we loved they're going to cheer Rhea anyways you yeah the fact it. that she came, when she did that Paul Heyman conversation I was like yeah Come, oh Woo.
0: so Rhea's great she's not going to turn Finn, but JD
1: can't be anything other than a heel yeah, yeah he's a little rat yeah in real life um oh <laughs> That is just the opinion of Mark Cram. He does not represent the whole of the Wrestle Club UK podcast.
0: And do you see? Jay, do you see Priest as a face? No, either. So, like, I, I, that's the only reason I think they might not do a, a, a screwover because.
1: So where do you t- where do you go? I think Priest fails to cash in. Oh, you think
0: he's not winning? I think he's not winning because okay. I don't see a logical pl- thing for him to do. But he's had it for so long. He's not going after Roman. No, no, with way, no way Roman's losing that belt to passion after all this time. No. So, it's, so it's Seth's belt. Yeah. So, if say, assuming we're going to do Punk Roll- Rollins at Mania, yeah, Punk's not had any involvement with the Judgment Day at all. Yeah. So have so if he were to beat Seth Rollins, which I you'd imagine he probably would, if they this the route they're going to go down. Yeah. Then are you just going to have you going a hot shot Punk into a few with the Judgment Day?
1: Well, i going to
0: even be a heel, or a fe- you know. Well,
1: I kind of assume. That Seth was taking time off. From what I've heard, bat's it's causing a problem. Yes, yeah, Bat's causing a problem. So he be- deserves some time off. I'm not going to lie. He's been like the driving force for Raw for a while. Him and Cody but, and also potentially the Judgment he Day. He limps through to Mania. I think he limps through to a Mania. The belt to whomever. I, this is what I think there's a cash in. Do
0: so you think Priest takes the belt out of Mania? Yeah. It would be I can't imagine how annoyed CM Punk would be if he gets his WrestleMania made event and it ends on a cash in someone else winning.
1: Well, I don't know if you heard last week what Richard was suggesting. But I don't listen to the podcast when I'm not on it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I, don't, I don't even watch the clips you put up if I'm not on it. It honestly I fast forward when you through when you're talking. Like it just gets to me. I have someone edit it down and just bring me the bits I've said.
1: But do carry on. (laughs) Can can we just say at the moment in time how shocked I am. No, let me take this back short that mark said that (laughs) i'm not gonna lie i've known mark for a very long time
0: (laughs) and loved me for a very long time does this face look like i've loved mark crap actually that is the haunted look of someone who's loved mark (laughs) (laughs)
1: i'm now in tears because you've hurt me so much richard suggested that how cm punk wins rumble just a suggestion hypothetical theory wins the rumble then when um, Seth Rollins comes out and goes oh well you've won the rumble let's go we're gonna have this feud CM Punk's like no I said I wanted to headline Wrestlemania you are not the headline of Wrestlemania the last match on Wrestlemania the last match is Roman Reigns is interesting
0: but then where do you go with Cody Because Cody has to be Roman. Unless it's a freeway. Mm. Also, shout out Richard Wright. (laughs) Making the fourth wall. Uh,
1: The nicest man in comedy, as we keep saying. The issue is... Is that they? want I feel like they're gonna try and break up the Judgment Day, and I don't want them to do it. I don't
0: think you need to do
1: that. I don't think you need to do it. I think they've they're how they're dealing with the situation of Raw at the moment, especially with Rhea trying to like run her division. She's very much like this is my division. I'm gonna run it, and you've been running it well. I'm not gonna to lie. To be honest, you've not had much competition.
0: Yeah, I like that. I like the. that like they're the booking her as just being better than everybody else. Yeah. It, and then... It means something if you beat her.
1: Yeah. And then Dominic is just like the sneaky little bastard who just like cheats to win. And then you've got JD who's just the rat, if you want to put it that way.
0: Imagine being in a stable with Dominic Mysterio and you still being the rat. <laughs> <laughs> that is quite hilarious, though.
1: Especially with that hair. With that hair, you're still the rat.
0: But yeah, like I think it's a great stable. I'm enjoying it a lot. I hope they don't I hope they don't mess it up.
1: When would you break them up? I'm not thinking about it on the horizon
0: at all at the moment. Oh. I think eventually I think you if you do go around putting the belt on priests, yeah. there's going to be some dissension and Bala's Bala's gonna want a shot yeah. at some point. So that'll become when dissension comes in.
1: But I don't think you necessarily have to break them up. Maybe Bala leaves the group. Do you think because obviously they will have to lose the tag team championship at some point. Mm. In terms of like the run up to Priest losing with uh, the dissension between or the tension between Damian and Rhea, do you have Damian take the fall?
0: When they lose? Yes, I do. And for this very reason, because they're going to do that thing I hate the most they do in WWE. Punk is going to win the Rumble. Punk is going to Have the sort of adjacent feud with Cody, but they're also going to be fighting the Judgment Day at the same time because Priest got the briefcase, and that's all very scary. Uh, Then they'll have Punk and Cody team up together—not Punk, Cody. Punk and Rollins team up together, and they will win the tag team titles from Judgment Day, and they'll do that awful thing where they do that "Oh, how can they coexist as champions?" thing that no one ever enjoys. Or I particularly don't. Yeah, you don't, know. But so that, that's how the judgment they will use the tiles. And that will also spurn Priest on to use the cash in on whomever.
1: I don't think they will do that for Punk and Rollins. Um, and I don't think, I think Ibs, who's also like one of the guests on our podcast or one of our co hosts on the podcast, would not be happy about that. Who also was meant to be on this episode, um, but unfortunately um, was late. Mm. Where is it? Mm. Who knows? Mm. He must have encountered some obstacles on the way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking. For, I I really enjoyed the Judgment Day. I hope they carry on for at least another eight months. I would love to see that for another eight months. A long-standing faction, much like Evolution, like it was a long-standing mm. faction. They won for, well, for like four years at least. Yeah. When it, when you break it up, it has to make somebody. Yeah. And not dumb. <laughs> I think Rhea's already made. Rhea's made. I think it has to make Damien or it has to re well, reignite Finn. Damien and Balor are the two that need the benefit from it. Because yeah. Dom's
0: got his niche. She's going to be yeah, where yeah. he is now. Rhea's smashing it. JD's not going to be a star, so no one has to worry about it. <gasps> I'm sorry, did you, were you looking at future world champion in JD Madonna? Like oh,
1: wow, you? <laughs> you've got some beef. Let's end the show with Sell or No Sell, which is where I give you some... Interesting news rumors this week, and you have to guess whether they are true or false. So, sell being true or no sell being false. Whether the rumors are true or whether they're real rumors. Same, either, either one. All right, fair enough. The headbangers sign a legends contract with WWE. True. That of course, it's true. Sell. They are legends. Yes, they sell. Sell. Thank you very much. It is a sell. Look at the career of Headbanger Mosh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> How do you tell me that's not a, not a hall of fame worthy career? Uh um, beaver cleavage <laughs> Chaz, the domestic abuse angle then reuniting in the headbangers pretending that whole thing didn't happen his unforgettable tag team with d'lo brown lowdown <laughs> managed briefly for by tiger ali singh and they wore turbans on a white guy was wearing a turban on tv <laughs> That is Chaz's WWE career. Incest, domestic abuse, racism, <laughs> headbanging. Within WWE. Just within WWE. I don't know what he's done elsewhere. His career is uh, mental. Frasher seems all right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, it, is, it is a sell. Um, uh, I do think they will be inducted to the next Hall of Fame as a tag team. You're um, really reaching for stuff
0: for the Hall of Fame now. If <laughs> Is he going in as beaver cleavage or is he going in as mosh?
1: <laughs> Probably be, It would be headbaggers. It will be tag team. It will be headbangers. <laughs> Cody Rose names Dom Mysterio as his MVP of the year.
0: Yeah. I'm
1: happy with that.
0: Do you it, think it's sell? I, I think it's sell. I, I think... I mean, if it isn't, it should be true.
1: <laughs> um, It is no sell. Oh. He said on the Michael Kay show that it, in fact, is Seth Rollins.
0: And. Yeah, Steph's had a great year. He's, yeah. been, he's been carrying it like a workhorse. But, yeah, I, w- I would I have been happy with Don being called an MVP of the year.
1: Last but not least, WWE trademarks the second coming for Solo Sokoa.
0: They want to tra- they've want they trademarked the term the second coming. I feel that's going to be something you're not going to be legally allowed to trademark because of the religious connotations of it. So I'm going to say that's... I reckon they've
1: tried, but no sell. Um, you would be correct, but it's not the second coming. They've actually um Trademarked the Tribal Air. The Tribal Air. The Tribal Air. Oh, I like that. The Tribal Air. Look out for those t shirts for Tribal Air. Uh, we've got to sell some merch in it. It's all about merch. And what's Jimmy's new t shirt going to say? Jimmy. Jimmy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I miss Jay. Yeah.
1: <laughs> the other brother. <laughs> you know i'm looking forward to seeing when a roman punch or like spears jimmy oh it's gonna be great um he's getting spiked by solo yeah he's gonna get spiked by solo i can't wait for that me, it's going to be great. I don't know, I don't know where Jimmy's going to go, but anyway, we'll talk about it for okay. another Speaking day. Take back. No, well, eventually, but not ASAP. I think it will be, we'll talk about it another day, but it'll be WrestleMania, innit? Um, thank you very much, Mark, for being on the podcast with me. We have missed Ibs, sort of, but it's lovely to have a one-to-one with you today. It's been lovely.
0: I've enjoyed it a lot.
1: I know ha- you have because you ripped me to shreds several times. What are you doing for the rest of the week? What are you doing for the rest of the week, Mark? What are we doing for the rest of the week? It's going to be Christmas this week. I don't know if you've heard about Christmas. Christmas!
0: Christmas is happening this weekend. Probably, yeah. probably do something for that. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Maybe eat some food, do some booze. Little boo- boo- more booze? F- f- fulfill my ob- fam- familial obligations. Of booze? <laughs> if you met my family, you'd know why I drank. <laughs> I'm sure your family are very pleasant. they are more dysfunctional than the judgment day.
1: What? Would you have our truth in your family?
0: we I have our truth in my family? Our truth would be the guest of any meal I had.
1: (laughs) Um, Well, I do hope you have a Merry Christmas and I hope you enjoyed your birthday. Thank you very much for joining us this week on the Wrestle Club UK podcast. Please do like and subscribe and please do tell your friends because we're all about wrestling here on the Wrestle Club podcast and we would love more people to join our club. Hope you have a Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Flying clothesline a two by
0: four to the face. Then she hits you with a turnbuckle splash. Wrestle Club Podcast. Who is the key It's her
1: and her friends. And they talk about...